0: Welcome to I Was an NEC Student Athlete 40th Anniversary Edition. I'm Ralph Ventry, glad to be with you today. The woman I am speaking with was a phenomenal NEC student athlete, a two time conference champion with Central Connecticut. It's former all NEC softball pitcher, Laura Messina. Laura, welcome to the podcast. We'll start you out with an easy question. You were an NEC student-athlete who graduated six years ago. Uh, Where are you now?
1: So now I am at University of Massachusetts. I'm an assistant softball coach, mainly, obviously, a pitching coach. Um, I'm In my second year, we just finished our season. Unfortunately, not the way we wanted to finish our season, but just finished my second year there.
0: And I know... Prior to that, I believe you were at Fordham. You also had coaching stints at uh, Rutgers, Nork and UConn, I believe. So yeah. Yeah. you've kind of stayed in the softball, diving right into the coaching ranks um, after graduating. So my question to you is, why did you decide to pursue these coaching opportunities um, directly out of college?
1: Well, honestly, um, you know, the head coach at, central is bree gleason um bree was my pitching coach my sophomore year and obviously my head coach uh junior and senior year but bree was a huge reason um for my love of softball my love of pitching and my want to continue to learn the game grow the game and coach the game um we had a very very good relationship and after my sophomore year and after winning and just seeing how fun and amazing that was um I was like, you know what? I I want to coach. Like, my major was criminal justice, and I wanted to be a cop at one point. And uh, the more I learned softball, and the more I saw, like, what kind of impact she had, especially with me, um, I was like, I want to do this, and I want to do this for other kids.
0: What is your favorite part about uh, being a coach? And you know, what what's the most rewarding part of uh, being a coach? I know you've done this for six seasons already.
1: That's crazy. Wow. That makes me feel really old. Um, my favorite part about being a coach is winning. (laughs) Um, but honestly making the relationships with the girls, um, seeing how they grow and, you know, putting that time in, seeing how much time it takes to get to know somebody and, and figure out how they respond to your coaching and how they, you know what makes them tick. What makes them do well? What make what they need to? How they need to be coached to do what they need to do and how to excel and reach their full potential.
0: Now, obviously, with your initial answer there about winning, um, you've always appeared to be an extremely competitive person. Um, definitely out on the field when you were out in the circle for CCSU. And I know that, uh, obviously you still want to win, um, even as a coach, how do you, um, instill those values onto the current day players, uh, that you coach? How, how do you make them want to win just as much as you do?
1: Um, luckily I get to compete a lot, um, with them. And, um, like I get, I still pitch all the time during practice. Um, So, you know, in the beginning of the year, I, I strike them out a lot because that's just, you know, they're getting, they're getting used to like getting back in the swing of things. And then, um, but I try and make, I try and say as competitive on the field as I was when I was a player, um, I think that that helps. And, uh, for the pitchers, we do tons of competitions. Like our pitching workouts are competitions because I need them to get in that mindset and get in that mental space of, I want to win. Like I want to beat the person next to me, even though it's my teammate, I want to beat the person next to me. And, um, you know, we'll do some teamwork ones too. So they'll work together with one teammate to beat the other two teammates and stuff like that. So, you know, I try to make it as co- competitive and, um, you know, fun, but also productive as possible.
0: What is that UMass lineup batting against you? Uh, do you guys keep any kind of official stats there? Or they... <laughs> no, <laughs> oh.
1: no, honestly, they're getting there. They hit really well this year, which was awesome. And, um, it's just funny thinking about like back in January and then now we hit over 300 as a team, which is so great. Um, and by the end of the season they were all hitting the crap out of me and I was like, Oh man, I gotta, I don't know. I gotta figure it out. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's go back to now to your playing career and at the start of it, you know, why did you choose central Connecticut? Uh, I know you mentioned you wound up having a great relationship with, uh, Gleason during your playing days there but um was she a part of the recruiting process or why exactly did you choose CCSU uh being from down in South Jersey and uh, I assume you had a a number of offers
1: Uh, I actually didn't um so I chose Central um I have family in New England um And I kind of felt like I wanted to be in New England. I, again, I don't know why, because now I'm thinking I keep staying in New England. It's cold here. I would love to be somewhere warm. I don't don't know what's wrong with me. (laughs) So um, I had family in New England. I was looking at schools in New England, Um, primarily schools. I thought NEC was my level where I wanted to go and compete. I wanted to be the number one from the day I got there. I wanted to, I didn't even think about winning championships. I thought more of along the lines of like, I want to play. And make an impact. Um, so Bree wasn't there. Bree wasn't the coach. Uh, wasn't a coach yet. Um, she coached at New Haven, actually, where I was also recruited. Um, so New Haven and Central were pretty much the only two people that like offered me anything, really. Um, I also looked at a few other NEC schools: Sacred Heart. Um, tried to look at Monmouth. Um, they they didn't have room or whatever. Um, so I picked central because best offer, I wanted to play division one, um, which is funny because my best friend went to new Haven and, and I would have been coached by Brie at new Haven too. And that would have been like a weird, just full circle thing. But, um, yeah, so that's why I picked central and it just so happened that like the coach at the time said, I'll give you the ball and we want to win a championship with you. And I was like, cool. Yeah, that sounds great. Whatever.
0: Yeah, well, I, you took the ball, and uh, as a freshman, you were a second-team all-conference pitcher, and then sophomore, junior, senior year, of course, first-team all-conference pitcher. Um, so uh, it, it seems like you said you thought you were uh, an NEC-level type pitcher. Um, you know, obviously, you were a pretty good college pitcher right from the start, um, regardless of conference or school. Uh, you know, you mentioned that the, 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 the championship thing, and it was no secret that Central never had great success in NEC softball, and they had never won a championship prior to your arrival. Um, when did you get the feeling that it was possible? When did you first – was it your freshman year? Um, I know you won it all as a sophomore, but was it the freshman season where you realized, hey – This may be more than just an opportunity to pitch in college. This may be a championship team or this may be something special that's happening
1: here. Honestly, it was not my freshman year. Um, You know, as a freshman and I try and tell all freshmen this, like you get thrown into the fire. You have no idea what's going on. You're just like a chicken without your head cut off or with your head cut off. And my biggest thing for freshmen is make sure you do everything make sure you do every rep in the weight room make sure you go to the extra work make sure you do your own extra work make sure you if you need to work out more work out more if you need to um pitch and pitch a little extra pitch a little extra um those were things that I did not do as a freshman and you know I I mean I guess I was a a good pitcher but if I put in that extra work my freshman year I would have been a great pitcher we would have went to the tournament we didn't even go to the tournament my freshman year I was like yeah, we're, we're okay. Like we were an okay team. Um, we did have, we had an injury at the end of the year. Like we just had a few things that went wrong, um, at the end of the year that kind of prevented us from going to the tournament too. Um, but my sophomore year, we had a senior class of six people, seven people who want once Kelsey Barlow in particular wanted, she was not leaving central Connecticut without winning an NEC championship. And she brought everybody together and she said, we are winning. We're winning this. We're winning the championship. That's that's it. That's it. And you know, all of us were like, "What? I don't know what you're talking about." Like, we weren't even close last year. We're not gonna win. And she was like, "No, we're we're winning." So she kind of forced um, like team bonding on us. She forced um, like doing extra, going extra practices, all this stuff on us. And we we were all like, "This is annoying." But by the end of the year slash by conference season, and when we were i think we were started the season or conference 12 and 0 that year and we were like oh crap that stuff worked that stuff really got us where we are and um you know we i mean we played liu i think the first our first series or second i forget and we swept them and, and we run rolled them we were like whoa how did we do that like they won last year and once that happened and we just kept rolling and it was just so fun like it was we just had a blast but it was because we put the time in we put the work in. We did the team bonding. We all got along pretty much for the most part, as much as a, we also had 26 girls on the team, which is a lot of girls um, for a softball team. So, you know, as much as 26 girls could get along, we really got along that year.
0: Yes. Yeah, 16 and four in the NEC regular season, regular season champs, 36 wins overall 36 and 15 for a team from the Northeast region you know, anytime you can get to that 30-win plateau, uh, you know you've done something special. Um, so with that said, let's look back to that 2013 NEC tournament. Um, you were on the field, of course, for the final out. You threw the pitch. What do you remember from that day or just that weekend in 2013?
1: Uh oh. I re- I remember waking up at 5:30 probably every morning, scared, like just nervous, sweating. Like went down to breakfast super early every day, and Bree would have to talk me off the ledge. Um, that happened in every my sophomore, junior, and senior year. Have to talk me off the ledge. Like you're fine, we're good, we're got it, we're gonna win. Not that I didn't think we were gonna win. You know, I I, I always we're gonna win. We have that championship mentality. Mentality. We really had it that year. Um, and I don't necessarily remember much about in that year about being on the field. Besides, we hit so well that year. We had four people on our team with 10 home runs, which um, we never had after that. And, you know, you, you knew when Cat Malcolm got up, you knew when Nicole Springer got up, you knew when Ariel got up, something was going to happen. And and that was just like, I, rem- I remember more of us hitting. Like, I remember Nicole hitting home runs. I remember Ariel hitting home runs. I remember after that, Nicole getting hit multiple times because she, they didn't want her to hit home runs. And I just remember that being so cool. And I I don't specific, like I've watched it a million times because I just love it. I love the highlights. I think they're so fun. Um, You know, we had a great defense. We had so many freshmen. Eileen was just playing shortstop out there, like making amazing plays as a freshman. And it's so funny to watch now.
0: Yeah. I mean, you are pretty modest because, uh, The first thing you talked about was the offense and the hitting in that tournament. But uh, I'm talking to that tournament MVP right here. So you threw a complete game victory in the uh, championship clincher, beating LIU uh, four to three. And as you mentioned, LIU had uh, a great history of winning in the NEC and they were the previous year's champion. You shut them down for the complete game, 4-3 win. You won the MVP award. Uh, You mentioned Kat Malcolm. She was on the all-tournament team as well as Nicole Springer. Mm -hmm. And that was the first ever championship in uh, Central Connecticut softball history. Now, two years later, you do it again. Um, Were they both as rewarding um or did you have more fun one year than another um what about that 2015 team do you remember in particular
1: i I feel like i remember a lot more about 2015. um i don't know if it's because it was only six years ago instead of eight years ago or um just because that year was we always talk about it. it was just a challenge like our our starting one of our starting best hitters tore acl and she was out for the season and Um, you know, we just had a lot of new faces and we weren't as good of a hitting team. Um, we, you know, we got by obviously, but, um, (laughs) you know, we would get by one, nothing two nothing, two to one, three to two, like just very, very close games. And it was always kind of a nail biter. Um, so I don't think, you know, we weren't necessarily as talented. Um, we got along really well. We had really good team chemistry. Um, we worked, we all worked really hard. Um, So, so 2015 definitely sticks out a little bit more in my mind as just like a challenge, a grind. It was so fun, like to win that NEC championship game just showed how much our team fought. And, you know, I threw a lot of shutouts that year and we didn't, like I said, we didn't hit that well, but that championship game, we came out and they were like, we are not losing this game. We're going to hit any dinky hit, any triple we can hit any double we can hit, we're gonna hit it and we're gonna somehow win this game in eight innings, nine to eight, like something crazy. And you know, it's just it still gives me chills just thinking about how crazy that was and how it was like five to nothing in the fourth inning. Like how did how did we pull that out? I still don't know.
0: No, you're you're exactly right. It was nine to eight. You pitched the first game for Central in the tournament that year two to one in eight innings over FDU. Yep. And then of course you came back for the clincher against LIU. Uh, you pitched a complete game as well, but you mentioned you spotted them a five run lead. The team comes back. You win in the eighth inning, nine, eight. Um, and just, do you remember the feeling of that final out? Um, and, and when the ball hits the glove, just, kind of uh, a sense of elation or, or or what?
1: Yes. Like the whole game, I just kept giving up home runs. Like it was just like one after the other. I just feel like I kept turning around and just like, <laughs> holy crap. And and Eileen's behind me. She's just like, please just keep the ball low. And my, my best catch is a rise ball. So like it's almost – it's nearly impossible for me to keep the ball low. Like I just am not good at it. So I just kept the ball, kept going up. It kept going out. And I kept looking. Eileen's like, crouched down like, what is happening right now? And <laughs> I don't, I just was, and especially cause it was Nicole Archer, you know, she, I think was one of the only people that didn't hit a home run off me. She's up to bat runner on second, two outs down. We're up by one. And I'm like, could be this like give one, give her one ball. It's going to go out of the park. We're done. <laughs> um, but somehow, somehow by the grace of God, ground ball, ground ball to me. And then of course, I don't have the very best fielding percentage or, um, you know, I'm, I'm not very good at throwing the ball to first base. So I know the LIU coach, I remember him saying, yes. And I was <laughs> like, like, luckily it was fine. It was quick, and painless, but.
0: You didn't think about it. You just did it, right? Yeah. I, mean,
1: yeah. I was just like, thank God it didn't go to the outfield. Please. <laughs>
0: not.
1: So I do remember that just being like, holy crap. Thank God it's over
0: you win and you go on to the NCAA tournament again that year. I believe you played Georgia and North Carolina. Um, but I want to go back to that 2013 season again, because when you went to the NCAA that year, uh, you went to Baton Rouge regional, um, and we know how good LSU is in the softball world. And, uh, I believe you were tied with them 2-2 into the late innings. I think it was a one-run loss, a 3-2 loss to LSU. But then you came back, you run-ruled Norfolk State in a loser's bracket game, and that was the first ever NCAA tournament win for Central Connecticut. So that has to be meaningful in some way. But uh, take us back to that 2013 Baton Rouge Regional and just starting it off going up against LSU and, and going toe-to-toe with the Tigers.
1: Well, the whole experience of winning and then the selection show and then going to um, Baton Rouge was just nuts. Like we had cameras all over the place. People were interviewing us. We felt like we were just so important and it was just such a cool experience. It was so fun and like, I, I'll always go back to that just because you know it was the first one in, in school history. So it was just unbelievable. And um, LSU is still my favorite team to watch to, to, you know, I mean, they're just, they were just classy. It was just a fun environment. It was, I just, I remember it was so hot there. We were dying of heat exhaustion. Like we were like, oh my God, what is like, we just came from Connecticut, it was cold. Like it's, it's 80, 90 degrees here, we're dying. Um, but, you know, playing LSU and just, I think, we couldn't even be nervous. We were just like, this is happening. Like, this is what we're, this is, we're doing it. And, you know, naturally I made a f- throwing error to uh, I think give them their first run because that's just what I do. Um, so embarrassing. Um, <laughs> but I, I felt like the game went by so fast because we were just in it. We were in it the whole time and we, you know, we nobody expected us to do well or win or anything like that. So not that we didn't expect us to win, but, I think just being able to stay in it that long was just huge and just so fun. Like it was just such a fun experience.
0: All right. So we've covered a lot of great moments here during your playing career at central Connecticut. Um, Is there anything that we're missing? Is there a particular CCSU memory that will always be with you is what was your favorite part about, your four years uh, up in New Britain?
1: Oh, there's so many, but I I would definitely say that first, I mean, both, both NEC championships, obviously, and and going to LSU was definitely the highlight, I think. Um, And just like the adversity that we went through, we went through so much adversity with coaching changes and just injuries and stuff like that, that, you know, you're just like, we go back and we still reminisce about all these fun times and just how crazy and how, Nuts it was that we did what we did. Um, but in 2013, we weren't very good at the beginning of the season. We went to – we played at Hofstra. Um, we played Hofstra and Yukon two times each. Um, we got demolished. I pitched horribly. Um, we got reamed out. We got yelled at for literally an hour on the bus. Um, and I think – and we all still talk about it, like that was the turning point of our season. That's when the next weekend we played – LIU, I think, and and we went 4-0 on the weekend. And we were like, this is it. Like, that was our turning point. That was our wake-up call to be like, we're way better than this, and this is how we have to play it if we're going to win an NEC championship.
0: Now, um, do you still keep in touch with Bree Gleason today? And are you still keeping tabs on your Blue Devils? Uh, Because they uh, went down to the last weekend, and they almost had the number one seed.
1: Oh yeah, I talk to Brie all the time, at least once a week. Um, we we talk a little bit, and we always talk pitching too in the off season and all that because you know she's she's my my number one role model with the pitching. She you know she's taught me everything and she helps me with everything.
0: One last question before we end it here. Obviously, softball has been a huge part of your life, growing up through college and now uh, as your livelihood and your profession. Um, but what about the game of softball and what about competing as an athlete at central, um, has that, or what in particular has helped you, uh, navigate through your postgraduate life? Um, has your experience playing ball come up clutch for you at some point in life?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we always talked about how much adversity we had to face because just every year there was something, just something happened. And uh, you know, you take that with you. It's just, you know, the accountability, the adversity, the time management, all that stuff you take with you, but especially the adversity, you know, I, I started coaching. I was a GA at a division three school, loved it, loved the girls. It was great. It was a good experience. I really wanted to get back to division one, coached at Fordham, loved it. You know, it was great, we won, a, we won an A-10 championship, we went to LSU, like, that's awesome. Then Bridget gets another job at Villanova, you know, you expect to be somewhere a few years, she's been there for 17 years, you're like, oh yeah, I'm pretty good, like I could stay for two or three years, um, gets the job at Villanova. So I'm searching for another job, you know, my, my best friends always tell me everything happens for a reason, you're gonna, something's gonna land. Get, get the job at UConn in late September, Um, love it there. Jen Mack is a, was a great role model, is a great role model, great person to coach under, um, you know, and then everything went down there and don't have a job again. (laughs) And then, you know, Christy calls me up and she's like, Hey, I know you're looking for a job. I need a pitching coach. What do you think? I'm like, well, UMass Fordham kind of weird, but why not? (laughs) So, you know, now I'm here, it's, you know, it's been a roller coaster for sure, but I just think you know, as an athlete, you are taught to get through it. You're taught to persevere. You're, you're taught to work with that adversity, um, hold yourself accountable, figure out what you can do to be better every single day. And I think that at Central, that's what I learned um, through Brie, through my teammates. Um, you know, we always got through things together. And I think that's why I'm here now. And whatever life brings me this year, hopefully, hopefully again, another year at UMass would be great. But um, whatever life brings me is I'm
0: ready for it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you throw the ball 10 feet over the first baseman's head into the stands, but you know, you come back the next pitch and, and refocus and get it done. So um, whether it's at UMass, I'm sure you'll land somewhere uh, on the sidelines uh, because obviously you have a lot to offer the young women today um, who are, College uh, student athletes, just like you were. But with that said, Laura, thank you so much for your time. Laura Messina, Central Connecticut State legend, former NEC Pitcher of the Year, a four time All NEC performer, and now just finished the 2021 season as an assistant coach at UMass Amherst. This was in addition of I Was an NEC Athlete with Laura Messina, a 40th anniversary edition. Thank you for joining us. Until next time.